Welcome back to the Eye on the Ball podcast. I'm your host, Dan I. Here we are, headed into week 18 of the NFL season. It is early in the week. we still got five days until the Bills' final game against the Dolphins. And yet, I find myself fighting the urge to throw up nonstop at this point. The nerves are already there. Because unfortunately, the Bills have put themselves into a situation where it's all or nothing. Realistically, you cannot count on any help at this point from one, the Ravens who have nothing to play for to beat the Steelers, two, the Titans to beat the Jaguars with likely Trevor Lawrence back, the two games that would free the Bills and give them a playoff spot. And three, the least likely of all of them, Houston and Indianapolis playing. If they tie, neither team would hit 10 wins and that would put the Bills in. However, that's not going to happen. The other two, you know what? Ravens are well coached and good across the board. Maybe Tyler Huntley can lead them to a win. Maybe... The Titans playing at home against Jacksonville. You get Jacksonville or Pittsburgh, either one to lay an egg, and suddenly the Bills are in the playoffs, and it changes the scheme of this pressure going into Sunday night football. However, you can't count on it, and nothing's going to change between now and Saturday, so we'll just wallow in our stress until then because, unfortunately, all of my... Hopes, once again, ride with this team. They've done everything they need to do now on a four-game win streak to put themselves back into a position to play for the division. And if you would have asked me a month ago, hey, Week 18, Bills are one game back. They're going to play in Miami. Winner gets the division. I'd be thrilled. I would have been so incredibly happy, as I feel like most of us would have been, We all would have taken that, and yet we've arrived at these days, and I'm already a wreck early in the week. Now, we'll dig into the bills and the scenario with the playoffs and the seeding and all of that in a second, but I want to talk about the Patriots game for the bills first, because... It it didn't do much to inspire confidence, especially on the offensive side of the ball. But on the defensive side of the ball, they had the chance to play, as they've been billing it all season, complementary football. Special teams let them down right off the bat. Let Jalen Rieger take the opening kick back 97 yards. They do their job. Scratch that off the board. This isn't even a close game. It's 27 to 14 at that point. You got some luck with some missed field goals that kept this from being a tied game in the fourth quarter. But special teams let you down right off the bat. And then the entire first quarter, all your defense did was set them up for success. Over and over and over and over. And short fields and getting a touchdown of their own. 
and the Bills turned it into six points. Just a trash performance offensively. And they acknowledged it to their credit. They didn't shy away from the fact that the offense sucked for the entire first half and they were out of rhythm. But you have to be better than that. And I guess for weeks now I've been saying a win is a win. And they did enough to win. And that absolutely is the case. But we've hit the point now where I'm looking for a little bit of style points, in a sense. I'm looking for them to put away a team, and they just aren't doing it. Things were too dramatic against the Chargers. That's fine. They had everything to play for. I understood that that was likely going to be a closer game than everyone expected. It wasn't fun, but it was understandable. And then coming into this week, yes, the Patriots are missing a lot of starters. Yes, the Patriots still have a very good defense and a bad offense. But once again, the offense played down to that level and played without any sense of urgency and just seemed out of sync. And the main point I've harped on now since the beginning of the season They're fucking capable of doing it. They come out to start the second half. They've got a minuscule lead. They're up, what, six at the half? 13-7 at that point? And they march it down the field. They find big explosive plays with Kincaid. The snowplow whatever you want to call it, works again, and they plow into the end zone, and they put up seven points. It was efficient, it moved the ball, and it cut right through New England's defense. And that was the only time they managed to do it the entire game. I still, to this point in the season, with one game left, and just, like a lot of fans have left, are left just, craving some consistency from this team. Just a shred of we know what we're doing and we can execute. Because it always feels like it's one or the other. It's the defense letting them down in New England and letting Mac Jones lead a game-winning drive down the field. It's the offense time and time again failing to execute and having to go for field goals or short field punts or it's special teams the teams do not miss field goals against the bills if it's if this at any point comes down to an opponent if they make the playoffs if it's this week in Miami if it comes down to an opponent having to kick a field goal you can pretty much bet on it that it will happen. Because I think before the New England game, kickers were an absurd number. It was like 26 of 28. And that's all over the map. That's 60 yarders, 50 plus yards. Just they don't get stops. They don't get 
the bounce, the good bounce, bad bounce, whatever. They don't get things to go their way, and it just always feels so hard for them to get a win. It's always a struggle. It's always a battle. It it has not been clean and comfortable and cruise control outside of the Jets game post-Dorsey firing. But it hasn't been that way since the Dolphins were in Orchard Park on October 1st. You're talking three months ago now that they've been playing week in, week out, and it just hasn't felt comfortable. Now, all of this being said, the eternal optimist in me still says the Bills are going to kick the shit out of the Dolphins and they're going to win the division because they're due for some excellent karma at this point. They, they haven't had it yet. And they are due for a moment to this point. For all the ups and downs, this team can still be the number two seed in the AFC behind only Baltimore. It It's mind-boggling to consider how close the AFC is right now and how many teams are all jammed into one box from 10 wins or 9 wins. All of these teams, you're talking the Bills can go 11-6 and six and be the second best team or they can go 10-7 and seven and completely miss the playoffs and be the first team since they've expanded the playoffs to miss with 10 wins. That just doesn't happen. And, and realistically, it, regardless of what happens, whether it's the Bills or whether it's another team, Indy, Houston, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, somebody is likely going to have 10 wins and miss the playoffs. That's how razor thin the margins are here. And you can kick yourself up and down thinking about all the games that the Bills could have had. It's like when you talk about election day and like you vote and like you see the one random, random ass town clerk, highway supervisor, whatever position in little Hodunk town where the winner wins by a vote. That's how the AFC feels this year. It is that razor thin. The margin for error is then that small that somebody's going to be kicking themselves and looking and going, if we could have changed just one game. And you can take your pick with the Bills. You change opening night against the Jets. You change the 12 men on the field against the Broncos on the field goal. You change the miscommunication between Allen and Davis against the Eagles. Just one of these moments turns in the Bills' favor. And they're sitting so comfortable right now, knowing at least they are in the playoffs, and now you get to play for home field. The ceiling is just as high. 
and the floor is much closer because right now the floor is you're cleaning out your locker next week. Monday morning, the conversation is going to be who's coming to Buffalo, getting tickets, getting ready, local businesses preparing, or the story is going to be, well, let's get let's get uh, sound bites from all the guys in the locker room, and they do their exit interviews, and we head into the off season, and we just sit and watch what could have been. It's unbelievable how much hangs in the balance of one football game. And essentially this is a playoff game. You're going to have to treat it as such. And to their credit, for all as good as Miami has been against bad teams, they've continued to struggle against good teams. And this will really be the test of can the Bills be a good team and beat the Dolphins and do what they have to do, send Miami to Kansas City, and then the Bills get to take their pick and could potentially have two home games in the playoffs and have not have to worry about going on the road to face anybody until the AFC Championship. Because at that point, nobody scares you. There's no concerns at that point. Kansas City doesn't scare anybody right now. Jacksonville, technically leading the division, doesn't scare anybody. Houston has struggled. Cleveland with Joe Flacco. It feels like that's only a matter of time before the carriage turns back into a pumpkin. But who knows when that's going to be? Maybe it's the week after the Super Bowl. Cleveland looks that dangerous. But there's no team that scares you outside of Baltimore. And if you're the Bills, you've managed to avoid them until the third round. And Baltimore will have to face a good team before as well. All of the ups and downs of an 18-week season. And it's been something I've said over and over and over. Everything the Bills want is still right in front of them. It's still there for the taking, which for all the lumps and bumps they've taken along the way, it is, it, it's there. You, all you have to do is go in and win one football game. Unfortunately now, if you want to consider a potential Super Bowl run and being a Super Bowl team, it's going to require an eight-game winning streak to get there. You're going to have to make it five in a row against Miami, and then you're going to have to win three games to get to the Super Bowl. But hell, everything about this season has been upside down. The beginning of the season, the first 10 weeks was the easy stretch, or so we thought. And then the end was the gauntlet, having to go through the Jets' defense again. Kansas City, Dallas, Philly. Early in the season, it looked like the Chargers were going to be dangerous with Justin Herbert and with everything available to them. And somehow the Bills have flipped that script, and aside from that miscommunication and one bad play in overtime in Philly, they would be undefeated 
through that stretch. This Bills team hasn't lost since they went on their bye week. They've continued to make their mark. They once again went perfect through December, keeping a stupidly good streak for Sean McDermott, for Josh Allen, for the franchise over the past six years. They're unbelievable in December. And then January's where the going gets tough and the Bills go home. Now, I have no idea what's going to happen. My heart says the Bills beat the Dolphins. My brain says it's going to be a four-point game, and I don't know which team's coming out on top. In my head, this is a 31-27 game, and I don't know which team has the 31 at the end. And at this point, I just pray to whatever that Pittsburgh shits the bed against Baltimore and lays an absolute egg. Because if that happens, the Bills will be in the playoffs either way. And frankly, at that point, I don't give a damn what happens with the Miami game. I would want them to win. I would obviously... It would make everything sweeter to have the two-seed, have home field. But the war to this point has been even getting into the playoffs. You think about where this team was four weeks ago, sitting in 11th in the AFC. You're talking they could jump 10 spots in five weeks? It hasn't been the prettiest. It hasn't been clean and efficient and overpowering. But that doesn't matter. They just are finding a way to get it done and they're winning. And I don't give a fuck what it looks like against Miami. Go win. And then in the playoffs, it doesn't have to be clean. It doesn't have to be perfect. It does It does not matter anymore. The little piece of me that's mad about the style points and all of us that's mad about winning convincingly That now is out the window. We can talk about it next season. All that matters now is a win. And then another win, and another win, and then another win. It does not matter what it looks like. Cycling back to the New England game, some... Curious decisions. Stephon Diggs sitting out the entire first possession of the third quarter. Von Miller not dressed at all, which they continue to defend him and continue to defend the plays he's making that you don't notice. But given his personal issues off the field and his lack of production and anything on a stat sheet, on the field, it felt like this was an inevitable in in a decision that had to be made at some point or another to let one of these other guys who are hungry get in there and make a difference. And if that opens you up in different areas on the field, different position groups, 
he shouldn't dress again. Realistically now, going into the final game of the season and the playoffs, I don't give a fuck if Von Miller ever sees the field again in a Bills uniform. He wants to support and teach from the sideline. He said he wants to be a GM at some point. Great. Get him some practice now. Because what you saw on Sunday was a defense that didn't have Von Miller and a defense that still produced at a high level. Completely aside from the facts, I hope something comes up where the Bills are able to cut him and save the money and use that somewhere else in this next offseason. He's a waste of a roster spot. He is not what he used to be, and that's not his fault. I mean, the guy's had his knee surgically repaired and rebuilt twice. But the time has come, and the Bills overpaid on a contract that's now going to bite them in the ass for another four years. On the flip side, you take Brandon Bean and all of the grief you want to give him for the Von Miller stuff. All of the damn credit in the world for going out and getting Rasul Douglas from the Green Bay Packers because, oh my God, this guy continues to light it up. And I would not be shocked if he is a long-term solution depending on what Trey White's going to look like coming back from his Achilles tear next year. I would not be surprised if Christian Benford and Rasul Douglas are your starting corners with Taron Johnson in the slot and you just move forward with that trio because that's as good of a trio and as underappreciated of a trio as you'll find in the league. And it just fits the scheme of a fast, aggressive talented group on defense, which is what we saw against New England. It's going to be a key again this week. Tua gets the ball out faster on his passes than anybody in the league. And they're going to need every little bit of a pass rush, and they're going to need every bit of brain power, positioning, preparation, all of it from those corners as we head into Sunday night. Now, there's still a lot to be determined. Injury reports and who's in, who's out. Miami's got so many question marks on both sides of the ball. They've already lost Bradley Chubb and Xavier Howard's out for them, two defensive studs. They're going to be knocked down and depleted defensively. But on the offensive side of the ball, how bad was Tua's injury against the Ravens in the fourth quarter? How bad is Jalen Waddell's injury? You're talking, you might be playing a severely short-staffed Dolphins team. And really at this point, there are no excuses. You've put yourself back into this position. If this Bills team is to be considered a contender and considered good, there's no excuse to not beat Miami on Sunday night. But hell, stranger things have happened, right? Cincinnati beat Baltimore on one play 
turns a whole season. Bills go from missing the playoffs to making the playoffs on one pass. That's his, That's the last time we had a tightrope this thin to walk. Now the expectations are obviously much higher and things are going to feel more crushing if they miss. But they're right on that tightrope once again. Like I said, 31 to 27. I just don't know who. So we'll all be stressed together. We'll all enjoy this week. Everybody will be anxious all the way through. And then everybody will be remarkably hungover and dragging next Monday at work. Hopefully when we're talking next week, we're talking about who's coming to town for the playoffs. We'll see. Until then, you can follow us on Facebook and on Instagram on the Ball Podcast. Let me know what you're thinking. Scale of 1 to 10, how stressed are we? Keeping in mind it is still a football game. And it's not real life. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. As always, go Bills. Go Bills.